Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter at The Ask Brothers. Get all our content on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Ask Bros. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Welcome, everyone, to the Friday Ask. Joining me, we've got my partner in crime, to- Corey. Toby, I was going to say Toby then. It's because we've got Toby on the mind. He's meant to be joining us. So if he has, if you are watching, you've got the link. Get your ass in. Uh, so, yeah, we have got Corey with us. Uh, we've also got Mike, and it's your birthday, mate. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. I couldn't have asked for a better present than than none of the rest of your crew showing up for my my uh, duck-breaking appearance. <laughs> you, only need, you only need me and Corey. We've learned this. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think we'll probably I, I'll be all right. I mean, I, I know I know what Ryan's all about, and 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 I'm fine not spending an hour with him. But uh, you know, <laughs> God damn it, Max, Max, what what was more important for you to be doing? Yeah, well, we'll get on to that. Max, uh, Max has recently become a father, so well done to him. We raise a glass to you, my friend. I know hey. this is water. I don't drink that often, so I raise, I raise a glass to you. Neither I'm sure Corey's I. got the champagne somewhere. I, I don't no, drink very no, often not either, tonight, as, not as, tonight. as people know. So, <laughs> although I will say, if it if his son was born this morning, is it, I, I don't know Australia, but was that still the twelfth of March? Uh, I believe yeah, it's hey. yeah. I think I don't know. <laughs> you can't you can't do better than that birthday wise. That's for sure. No, I ain't got a clue. I haven't got a clue what. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what day. I don't know if it's the thirteenth, the twelfth. It's, it's, it's April. Me, that one. I think it's April there. I think it's April there right now. Yeah, it could be actually that far in future. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll get on it. We've, we've got the niceties out of the way. <laughs> As for her, thanks to the people joining the chat. We've got Ruthless Gooner. Uh, we've got DWTT. How are we doing, my friends? Uh, ah, there we go. Ruthless is an Aussie. It's the thirteenth there. <laughs> I'm not too sure what time time frame. So it could have been the twelfth early hours, or it could have been the. 13th early, uh, late hours 12th, early hours 13th, I can't, I don't know. Again, it's too much for me, that, but yeah. Um, right, well, I suppose we'll just get on to it. Uh, Corey, how are you doing, mate? Oh, I know you was on the same old Arsenal early, yeah, I spotted you. <laughs> Did you? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I was on there earlier. Um, super sub. Am I the only one that can't um, hear him? No, you can hear huh? him. I, I can't. You can't hear me? That's weird. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I talk a lot of shit anyway. You don't even listen, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> he says he talks a lot of shit, so you don't, you don't have to worry too much, Mike. Yeah, but that'll make for a crap podcast uh, if, yeah. if, if, yeah, if, if everyone but me can hear him. Just me. Let me try to fix that real quick. Talk, talk okay. About- okay. But, um, but yeah, yeah. so it was on that earlier. So, um, you know, I gave us a shout. Don't worry. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, and he's joined us again. Have you sorted you? We there we go. Out. One, two, one, two, one, two. Can you hear me now? Three, four, five. I got you, buddy. Sorry. I, uh, I, I, that's a weird four. thing. Normally, you can't hear. You can hear. You can't hear. But it, it doesn't individualize. But but uh, we're back. We're back. All right. You were back. So we're always there's always technical issues somewhere along the line. <laughs> isn't it? it wouldn't be Aspros without a few technical issues here and there. Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome and finally and joining us, Mike. Thank you very much for joining us, my friends. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. I I, I love I love you guys. I love you know each one of you individually, and I've and I'm finally getting a chance to to uh, to spend some time with you. So after a win, after a win is always nice. What what made you want to join us? 
I have uh, very uh, low self-esteem. Uh, I have, uh, I uh, yeah, I don't make the best decisions. So I just thought this would be the natural progression of, of life. You know? Yeah, he's um, he's perfect. <laughs> we are we are the degenerates, man. Just nice. Once, once you come to us, yeah. you never go back. Do you know what I mean? That, that's the issue. <laughs> I've heard that's the saying. I, that, that's the saying I'm familiar with. And uh, we have we, he's finally joined us, Toby. How we doing, mate? Good mate. Congratulations you? to you, mate. You're an uncle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird, huh? It just... um, I woke up in a grumpy shit mood, and that kind of made me less grumpy and shit. So it's quite. It was quite nice, but it, it's weird being nice to Max because he's such a cunt. So, you know, we have to like get over this this narrative of like being horrible to each other and um and actually be happy and grateful for him. So, and well, well done to his missus as well. It sounds like she had a good, you know, four hours is um is pretty quick, especially for a oh, first yeah, Four hours in labor. Yeah, I didn't mention that. Yeah, oh, yeah I can do that. Labor. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four hours, mate. That's that's beautiful. Mate, that's that's that's, that's Best case scenario. Exactly. That's flying out. All the, all yeah, the hormones yeah. must have been at the right level and, you know, pachoo. <laughs> Going to war world. Going what was the exit world. speed? Did you get those statistics? Did you get like... Not, like... not, not yet, but I did I did set up a speed trap next to he, it. So he did, we'll, he um, did, he did we'll say on Monday when he was on with us, he said he was going to, um, you know, bring the placenta onto the next podcast. So make sure to hold yeah. him to that. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll dry it out and chop it up into capsules and have it. <laughs> By the way, you couldn't you couldn't tell more like it. Like I, I feel like I'm talking to him, except I'm seeing somebody that looks very different. So, <laughs> any case, it's nice to meet you, Toby. You too, mate. Right. Well, what can we say? Uh, I suppose we got to get onto some footy, really, aren't we? To be fair, um, <clears throat> last night a win. And for ages, I thought we was actually going to draw that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would, like I say, uh, what I was going to say was, is uh, yeah, it was a good win in the end. You know, it took up to the 79th minute just to get, uh, you know, to get in front uh, with a great header. But that's getting a bit, uh, sorry, a bit ahead of myself. And I'm looking at my other screen, so I'm not looking away from you guys. I'm just sort of looking at my other screen and making sure I'm getting names right. And Which screen do I look right. better on? Because I'd like you to look at that one, please. Uh, well, this one, this one here that I'm looking at now has got you lot on. This one hasn't. So if I turn this way a lot, it's not too bad. But <laughs> if you've watched, if you ever watched the Ars Bros before in the Friday Ars, you know you got Corey next to me, and you, you just can't stop staring at this guy. I know. You know I know. Smooth, smooth Can Corey. You minimize me, actually. I mean, I'll. I'll <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the experience for people. That's <laughs> how they're starting well, yeah. off their weekend. <laughs> well, uh, right. Anyway, three one. Corey, what do you think of the game, mix? I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I think it was an okay performance. You know, in that Olympiacos were not good at all. I thought. I thought we controlled the match mostly uh, without actually being great ourselves. Um, it was. I couldn't really sort of point pick out a particular player that I thought was outstanding. Um, but we did score three outstanding goals um, and give away a really stupid one. Um, and that pretty much like was the tail of the tape for me. That was the, you know, that summed it up. It's like sort of okay performance, three great goals, puts us in a great position for the next match. Um, we'll take it. But 
we we still need to step it up in terms of you know our general play and creating chances because we're not going to score three goals like that you know every match in Europa so uh, you know we need to cut we get better at sort of creating chances and our general play and moving the ball around and, and whatnot. But I'm I'm happy with the result. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I think we all were, weren't we? After it's been really poor for the majority of that match, I thought anyway, we weren't great. Um, we had moments, especially in the first 20 minutes, I thought maybe the game should have been put to bed by then uh, myself because we was absolutely ruthless for the first 20. Just couldn't get it in the back of the net. Then it just went off the boil and there we go and it took a Martin Erdegaard what a strike that was mm. to go on uh, Toby um, what's your thoughts on it my friend yeah the, the same it seems to be a bit of a pattern doesn't it where we dominate the start of a game but we're really profligate you know we really don't take those opportunities um, and and very much like the last game as well you know it's it's becoming a bit of a pattern and if we're not taking those opportunities ultimately there's a time where you know we can't keep up that momentum or that aggression um and then the other team comes back with it or the other pattern is we shoot ourselves in the foot with someone or something playing out from the back um so yeah i, I was pretty happy because it was almost unexpected you know we, we're not the type of team to dig deep and come back at the death in the face of adversity. So the fact that we've done that a couple of times now, particularly in Europe rather than um, in the Premier League, um, yeah, I, I reflect what Corey said and it puts us in a, a much better position going into this game against Spurs, whereas if we went in with anything other than this result, I'd be pretty worried. Yeah, uh, Mike, what's your thoughts, mate? Yeah, that third goal was vitally important for for the way we set up, not necessarily on the pitch, but uh, but from a like a confident standpoint for the game on Sunday, it just allows us to not have one eye forward on it, uh, and and I think that's going to be huge for Sunday because you know you don't go against that lot without having your full focus on that game. And even though they would say that they had it on the, on that game because it's the Derby, you know, that, you know, you're still kind of teetering in, in, in their European competition. Uh, mm. Like Toby says, I mean, it, it seems that it's one or the other. We either just shit the bed in the first five minutes and we're already behind, or we're coming out and dominating and not putting the chances away to the point where, where we can really kind of put it in, in into a lower gear and waste the rest of the game out, as it were, which helps with with health. It helps with you know the the focus, every everything, and it's it's just got to go right up to the end, which is part of the learning curve. I think we're getting through with Mikel Arteta. I mean, I I don't know where all you guys stand on this, but you know, I I went right to the edge of Arteta out, like like everyone did right before Christmas, right before Boxing Day, and I have uh, come quite a ways back from that. Even though our performance has still been wishy washy, very inconsistent. I'm seeing a pathway to better outcomes, and uh, and yesterday's kind of another example of it. It was the old, uh, you know, kind of rope a dope, hold off the the opponent, really keep them to doing nothing, and then in the second half, pull out ahead in the last ten or fifteen minutes. It kind of felt like the Arsenal of fifteen years ago, where they still weren't quite good enough, but if they held on, they would they would generally the the quality would come out in the end and. You know, Olympiacos is going to turn out to probably be like the 32nd best team in Europe, uh, and they played like it. So, uh, you know, 
bravo to us for not screwing up the away leg. And and I, I think we can be rather comfortable just really protecting the goal in the, in the, in the return leg and not having to worry about going out and scoring three mm-hmm. or four more, which might actually help us have an easier time scoring three or four more. I also think it might help us with rotation as well. If we've got three away goals and we've got a pretty shitty fixture list coming up, then I'm not saying we can rest all of the important people for um, for the home league, but we could certainly do a little bit more rotating than we otherwise could have. Think of the guys that can play 90 minutes next Thursday. Chambers, um, Elneny, um, although after we may see Elneny on Sunday. Um, but, you know, Lacazette, who couldn't really get much, you know, time in that game. I mean, we it's not like we'd be putting in Miguel Aziz to see what he can do or – you know, put, I mean, we can rotate some guys who are good and probably deserve to be playing more than they have been, uh, but put them in next Thursday. So, again, it can truly be the first choice 11 without any limits on minutes on Sunday. Well, yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? Because if we, we're the home leg against Olympiacos, it is they've got, to, they've got to score three goals to even go past us now. You know, so it is the ball's in our court on that one. We, you can take the foot off the gas. You can run. You could probably – we could – get away with heavily rotating that game, really. The irony is and they're in the exact same situation that we were, forget what year it was, maybe uh, last year. 2015. The, the, the one time I went to actually see the last game of the group stage in the Champions League when we were against Olympiacos and we had to win by three clear goals. Mm. And uh, and we did it. We pulled it off. Giroud got the hat trick. We won 3-0. That was, uh, that, was oh, yeah. that was my first exposure. That was my first exposure to Olympiacos and their crazy, crazy fans. But um, that's the situation they're in now. And, you know, is it tempting fate to say I don't see them doing that to us? No uh, one's done that to us uh, this season, not well, even – A little know, bit tempting fate, but I, I, think, I think you can um, probably – I've been known for it. fucking things up before. There's even a hashtag, FFIU, with my last name. For <laughs> fucked it up. Anytime <laughs> – that's what. That's why whenever Spurs go behind or something, we're watching the game, you know, if the, whoever they're playing, Fulham or whoever it is, I, I don't say a word until the final whistle because I'm not so, – so so. with that being said, we're, we're, uh, we're out of the Europa League. Yeah, let, let's hope not. And our defensive record is it's, – it's not bad, but it, like we said earlier, it's either first five minutes or it's an absolute cock-up by someone on the pitch. And we really yeah, so hope – we really hope it's not three cock-ups on the pitch. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that can happen. <laughs> that's exactly, that can happen. Like, if you look against Benfica, I thought the second leg was going to piss it. Do you know what I mean? I didn't think it was, there was going to be an issue at all after the first leg. And then we just, we're just like, you know, gifting chances, mm. gifting goals to oppositions these days. You know, where we think that it's like, right, this is cool. This is fine. Do you know what I mean? I can see us getting a victory here. We find ways to, to fuck it up. Keep and so, off the pitch. Yeah. And <laughs> Sabayos, Jacob, take your picture. Do you know what I mean? Cedric. Do you know what I mean? How many guys have absolutely fucking ballsed it and just given away goals that should never have been given? So as much as like we're talking about Olympiacos and that we can rotate and stuff, like we have to make sure that when you know that we don't make Christmas come early for Olympiacos and we don't start giving them gifts. We just have to just keep it tight. St- just playing out from the back thing, you know, if you can't do it properly. Don't do it, and that's well, it. Because it's you know you're taking a piss now. The way that we we we're not Man City in the way that we can sort of play out. I don't know. I know why he wants to do it. I know that the chances that it can create and whatnot. But the players are showing time and time again 
that something is missing there and they they seem to panic when under that sort of pressure but we haven't got we haven't got we haven't got the right people to do it yet but we but they want to you know, teach I don't the process I don't think we've got the right people yet so how I understand that the way he wants to play well, but this is going to be yeah this is going to be one of my questions to you guys actually to be fair and mm. um, I think it was more of a two for as a question is do we carry on playing out from the back or in uh, let or just let Leno do what he needs to do or do you think Leno is actually being man managed too much to have to play out from the back. I have to make these sometimes questionable pa questionable passes. P me personally, mm. I don't feel like Leno's much at fault for what happened with Xhaka and what happened with Ceballos, you know, Xhaka against Burnley and Ceballos. I don't think he was much at fault. He's not totally, you know, he's not totally off the hook with it, in my in my opinion. So, so doing a max, making a bit of a statement within a question within a statement... Uh, I, I think you guys get it though. The uh, two for questions, uh, Toby. I'll go to you first, mate. What do you think? If you if you don't understand, just let me know. I'm, I'll do it. No, no, no I, I, I follow you. I'm used to um, I'm used to interpreting that. That's why I went with you first. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So look, it for for the Leno part of the question slash statement. I it's it's a directive. So that's what Arteta is requiring. And if he didn't do it, he'd get his ass chewed off. So. I think um, I think the playing out from the back is something that they're they're ordered to do. Part two of that statement is that goals are hard to come by anyway, and we need to open up the pitch and draw the opposition out to create that space so we can get at them at full pace. You know, players driving like Saka and and so forth. So. We're creating that space and opening up the pitch by playing out from the back. So it it almost is imperative that we stick with it because I don't think we're going to score enough goals without enough pure goal scorers, particularly in the front three or four, to get enough goals if we're not playing that particular system. Yeah? So now third point to my own statement slash question was that Emery back down and and reneged on his initial remember um, who his goalkeeper was and how awful he was with his legs though I mean that that was true true yeah, I was but, gonna I was gonna mention that I was like Emery tried this but, with better check yeah true 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 but that was his initial tactic and when he started backtracking because he didn't believe in the players the players lost confidence in it and then that particular approach was dead as well so even though um, like Corey, I don't always like it. I'd rather stick with it and nurture that particular system because that's what Arteta wants to mould Arsenal on going into the future. And then as we progress, some of the players get better and then we play the transfer market and we buy players around that system. And I think that's the whole thing about getting a young manager in and having a project for a period of time rather than going back to a crusty 65-year-old who's set in their ways. So that, that that's my perspective on it. So I think even though it's painful for now, we we stick with it because there's there's a positive outcome potentially. I'm 48. I'm not 65, by the way, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely crusty, though. <laughs> 
Go on, Mike. I'll let you go. Uh, same question, mate. If you want to, if you've got something difference of opinion with Toby on it. No, I actually, I actually agree. And I, I, you know, he took my my first point about the whole Petter Check thing. I mean, you almost had to change away from that with Petter Check. I mean, he could he would play the ball to his own post. Uh, you know, to his own. I mean, didn't he almost score a goal trying to play it out uh, from the back once on himself? I mean, he could not have been less suited for a playing out of the back thing. And Emery, you know, ultimately had to move away from it. But I think it does show that part of the pre- part of the reason everyone, part of the reason Emery fell out of favor is because he kind of he lost the dressing room. You can compare results all you want. Arteta has not lost the dressing room. Um, in fact, I think he's got a, a since the, the the clear outs that have happened over January um, and the more that are going to come over the summer. I think he's got a pretty tight hold on the dressing room, actually. And that's because of his consistency of message and his, you know, his beliefs and probably because they, you know, they want to play like, like Man City did under Pep and they think that Arteta could probably get them there. But if that, if that's how he feels is best and he gradually gets to add people who are better at doing that, my, that would give me good hope that, that we're going to be looking for an upgrade on Xhaka and Ceballos this summer, first of all, although I can't imagine Mikel Arteta casting Xhaka away. Uh, I hope he does, but you know, I, I certainly don't think it's time to change that with one exception next Thursday with, with the need to not concede three goals in a game and really the need not to necessarily create that much to win next Thursday, hoof it upfield up the pitch every single time. Don't even tempt yourselves to try that. If there's anybody within 20 or 30 yards of, of the person you're tempted to pass it to. Next Thursday, there's no reason to do that. Sunday, sure, play with fire. Let's hope to get a couple of goals on on you know on uh, on, on nicely put together attacks that that start with playing out of the back and just let's really really hope not to make a mistake. But Thursday, there's just no reason to even take that chance in my mind. It's an elimination tournament that we're ahead with. Why why tempt fate? That's fair enough. Uh, Corey, have you got any different set, uh, mindset in that or? Well, no, I mean, like you said that um, Leno, you don't really blame him. I give him quite a bit of the blame because... Uh, I, I don't know. I'll say I don't blame him fully. I said not he's fully. not good enough no. scot-free with it. But in my eyes, I don't feel he's much more at fault than what Sabios was. He had options and he picked the worst one. So Sabias was the worst option. He Sabias was the player that had the uh, had the opposition player closest to him. You saw when Sabias mm. turned around, and got the ball. There was instantly a guy on him. Th- that guy didn't come from nowhere. He was there before. Leno still picked up. Leno could have went to his right, could have went to his left. He had a man to his right that was way more open. He had a man to his left that was way more open. He chose the hardest option, and you kind of think to yourself like, that's because of instruction. You know, if you put, if you're looking for a certain player. Not your left back or your right back, but you're looking for the midfielder because he's the one that, you know, Arteta wants to carry the ball out from defence and see if he can create something from deep. Yeah, so I understand why he wanted to aim for Ceballos, but Ceballos is not free. So therefore, mm. you then have to go a different option. You're not, uh, you're not a computer. You don't just do, mm. you know, what you've been told to do. It's like if, you, if, the, if, the, if the opportunity is not there, you, you just don't use it. You just take, well, take, use your common sense and choose a different option. In, in fairness to saying he's not a computer, he is German. So he does he has to stick by rules, mate. Everyone everyone that I've spoken to that 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 plays that plays goal. I mean Andy, my uh, my co-host is a is a former amateur goal. Uh, I know 
Corey, you were on with uh, were you were you on with Craig today, or was Craig not on today? No, I was on with Craig. Yeah. Potsy, oh, it's just Potsy. Okay, because yeah. Craig, because Craig's a former, you know, professional goalkeeper, um, and everyone that I've spoken to that that really knows their stuff about, you know, about who's to blame and whether the the keeper or not puts a lot more blame on Leno for what happened yesterday than what happened over the weekend. And even oh, yeah. though the pass, was, even though the pass was further from goal, um, there's you know the 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 blame is almost like eighty twenty to Leno from yesterday and maybe. 40 60 to to Jaka for the one on over the weekend and and I can see how that's the case. I I don't personally understand how it all works but I take their word for it and and that was yeah. pretty bad on Leno. So for me, yeah, look, you don't have to change your style of play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you want to play up from the back, just do it properly. Do you know I mean, yeah, be yeah. smart yeah. about it. Yeah. What we're seeing is pure stupidity from the mm. players when they do stuff like that. Just don't be stupid, yeah? Don't mm. be a dick. Right, just no, no, that's, the right option when that's, you that's, the ball out. That's right, and and you know, even though this is a directive and this opens up the pitch, you don't need to do it every single time when no. there is a safer option. You know, just because you may lose possession once doesn't mean you know you can never do that because you know we we're conceding too much. The one thing with Xhaka, uh, sorry, with um, Sabios, I thought his only way out was to play it first time. You know how El Nenny does when he plays deep and he just pings it right or left, and that's what opens up the pitch, and all of a sudden you're almost on a on a counter attack. And you know, I think with um, Sabios and Shaka, they like a lot of touches in that space. And coming back to our point, that's probably where Leno potentially needs to take another option. Well, yeah, this is what I mean, and the, uh, I suppose it comes down to obviously technicality and and rules and what Arteta wants from him and wants him to do and like we said there he wants it going forward to the midfield you know and but yeah you've got to take some sort of common sense into that if, if the if midfield option's not there you go somewhere else but like i say with with him being german and stuff and you've got rules in your head you stick to them rules you know that, yeah, but i don't think they you know i don't yeah exactly they're, they're efficient, they're efficient. Mate, but they stick to the rules you tell they it, stick to the rules honestly, with efficiency you know, yeah, I've got stories. I've got stories, mate, um, about being, you know, with Germans and rules, set rules and stuff. Honestly, I, I can't really yeah, say so too much. too long, you know. But if, if they're given a set strict instruction, they stick to it. It don't matter, you know. If if they say if you could you could tell that guy if it's uh, if they you've got to go forward, you can't go left, you can't go right. Okay. I'm not going to do a German accent because I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think that would completely be wrong. Yeah, let's but, let's uh, please not talk about Germans who are just taking orders. I, I don't want to ruin my weekend based on that. I, no, 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 we're not going. I have enough relatives who, who live in Australia as a result of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, you know, you if someone says to him in the, on the page, you know, are oh, you going to pass right? He goes, no, 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 that's not an option. I nearly did the German accent there. <laughs> I even yeah, this, but this is what separates like good players and great players you mm. know a great player who listens to the managers like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay but they know they've got that that flair they've got that those instincts they've got that you know decision making instincts within them yeah and, le and leadership leadership on the pitch as well yeah, you know, but I just but as, as just a good player, he's sort of like he's scared to do anything that his manager didn't tell him to do, and that's mm -hmm. the problem with playing at the from the back. They sort of like, look, this is what we've done in training. This is the drill, and they kind of sort of go through those drills, even when it doesn't. It's not called for, 
you know. So that's something that he needs to work on. He needs to turn to the players, look, I know what we're trying to do, but look, if it's not on, it's not on. Do so, something. So here's, here's a plan B, here's a plan C, here's a plan D, okay? And 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 just and go through it like that. Moral but of the no story more, is we, no more, we put no in a cheeky we put in a cheeky bid for that keeper up at Aston Villa, and we see if he uh, if he'd be tempted by our project. <laughs> no, no, that's not that. He wasn't. That. I, he wasn't I, that I, good I at that. playing I, out from the back. He I'm wasn't. He was a good shot stopper. He I'm wasn't. Team Leno, believe me, I'm uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not having all that. Emmy would have would have stopped that stuff. I love well, piling on though. I love tweeting that out every time. Uh, you know, Leno does something stupid, is uh, which has been relatively uh, recently uh, a little more than I'd like. But yeah, Emmy would have stopped that. Is my favorite uh, hashtag. So you just <laughs> you throw it out there, so all the idiots bite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's a little fishing. You know, Twitter's for fishing. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Twitter is a cesspit, and it's it's worth fishing in that sometimes. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So to wrap up on the Olympiacos game. Great game, three amazing goals. You know. Should we talk about that goal? Which one? That was the which Erdogan one? All, all three of them. Well, true, true. They <laughs> all, all three, three were them. amazing, but that oh, I haven't got. Goal, yeah. I haven't got out of my seat like that, particularly with an Arsenal goal for a long time. We we don't we don't shoot from distance typically. We try and walk it in the back of the net, and then when we do try and do something cool, we usually fuck it up. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, I I was. Out of my out of my seat with that one. I just thought that was um, that was brilliant, and for it to go through the keeper's hands before he could even adjust to the trajectory of the ball was was um, was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people right. said Odegaard should have. I mean, the keeper should have done better on that one. But if we're talking about the Odegaard goal, um, mm. the uh, way it swerved. Yeah, I mean, mm. it, it's what it's what we call a knuckleball here in the U S you know, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I get, you know, it's, it's a baseball term. I don't know if there's a similar kind of bowling strategy in, in cricket where the, I mean, in bowling, the spin is the entire thing. And in, in baseball, sometimes having no spin on it makes it absolutely impossible to predict where it's going to go. And so all you can really do is flail at it. So I don't think mm -hmm. that's anything, any, anything to say against the keeper on that one. I think he's probably lucky he got a hand on it because you would normally diving one way or the other and i think he started only to realize this is not curling as i thought it yeah. was so I, yeah. I i agree i think it was just a pure strike and uh, the valve mm. on the ball however it works was just um because it was like you said that's, no spin that's how it cristiano was, um, ronaldo does all of his free kicks he, he 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 knuckles it and he gets it to bounce right before you i mean it, it, it's it's a strategy it's not it, i don't even know even though yeah even though he hasn't scored a bloody free kick for how many years now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he's the David, yeah. he's the David Luiz of free kicks all of a sudden. But yeah, it, it, totally. It, it's it's a great strike. I, I we were talking on Monday or Tuesday, I think, on on some podcast. I don't know if it was ours or somebody else's, but that you know, well, we haven't taken a, a shot from outside of the the uh, the eighteen for seven years or something like that. I mean, they were joking, but. And in fact, we had taken a few in the last game that we played against Burnley. They weren't great shots. They weren't serious shots. But to get two of them in one game, mm. that's mm. that's exciting to see. I mean, because we're we're going after those opportunities now, and we got the def guy. Def we have the personnel to make to to, to put those shots mm. on goal and test the keeper. Why we have to walk it in all the time? I think we're starting to learn we don't. 
I think the last time we scored a goal outside the box, I don't know if it was uh, Xhaka's free kick or uh, El Nene last time he uh, scored his goal. I'm sure someone in the chat will remind us somewhere who it was, but um, I think I think it was either one of them two. Mm. But yeah, I've, I've been really frustrated with this walk, trying to walk it into the goal. There's just no need for it. We have got the strike. We've got we've got players there who can absolutely strike a ball. As Erdegaard has proven it, El Nene's proven it, Xhaka... All right, one in 10, 20, maybe 30 times, he can hit it. Partey. He's, he's still calibrating Partey. Like, he's yeah. from row Z to row like, like V. Soon he'll be on row H. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he's kind of still calibrating his long distance shot, but you can see it's there. It's getting there. It's just getting from row Z down, down the theater. Uh, down the rack, down the seating order, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But, so, sorry, Mike. I was going to say the um, the the El Nini goal. I mean, he he he's shown that he can put his foot through it and accurately, unlike most of um, our other players. But that Gabriel goal that was huge in the context. The the El Nini goal. The game had opened up, and I think that's why he had the space for the shot. But before that, they had 10, 11 men behind the ball, and we were just trying to play through them which wasn't happening and side to side and keep going to our fullbacks and either, you know, we'd we'd cross and hit the defender or we'd just play it backwards. So that was becoming really frustrating. And then all of a sudden, I think um, I think we might have to give the fuzzy-haired old mate some credit for the delivery um, and, um, and, and what a header as well. In the context of the game and our season, when it wasn't looking very rosy, you know, in terms of, you know, either progression or or the Spurs game or the upcoming fi- fixture list. That's that's a big goal. And what a what a giant human being as well, you know, to um to get up that high and 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 do what he did. I've just watched it again. It's beautiful. Mm. Scoring off a corner too. I mean, you know, it was a short corner, but still corner nonetheless. Mm. I mean, what a what a what an absolute beast. Gabriel is. I mean, he's. Mm. You know, we're used to to seeing goals coming in from our center backs. I mean, I, you'd see Mustafi get some sometimes. Murdersacker used to be able to do that. Kashani would do it every once in a while. But I mean, he's he's our he's our man for that now because he he can get the power and the placement on it just like just like he did in his debut game for us. I think. Mm. What was and it? yeah, and he's got he's got the height. So if, if we can get our delivery right, then that's a weapon to score more goals that we're not walking in the back of the net. You know, and then we start building up the different type of goals in our armory. Yeah, these were three very un-Arsenal-y goals that we scored yesterday. That's why it was bloody fantastic. I know. Yeah. So, you know, it's so different from the norm. Can I just say one thing? I, I have to go in a minute because I have to. I have to go to work. But some credit potentially to Arteta for playing that fuzzy-haired twat <laughs> somewhat back into form, and. Now we have a genuine option, particularly for, I was going to say Champions League, but that's that's a long no. time ago. Um, for, for I'm still Europe, hoping we win the Champions League this season. For, for Europe, I, you know, I, I don't know so much if Willian is so suited to the Premier League right now, but hopefully we can rest him against Spurs. I, I wouldn't be starting him. But then we have a genuine option to rest some other players for the second leg against Olympiacos. So we've got some semblance of form, even if it's not the same way that our other wide forwards play. Does anyone have any 
response to that? I, I know, I know, it's very polarizing because because well, none I think, of us tend to like Willian, but I think well, I think Willian has. You know, I, I I say this a lot, but but it, it, I, because I feel this way. I mean, Willian's issues early in the season were not that he's not good enough. He he was one of, if not the player of the season last year for Chelsea. He hasn't dropped off the face of the earth uh, with, with talent wise in the the space of three months. But I do I do think he came into Arsenal with the wrong attitude and the wrong mentality, which is I'm gonna join my buddies here. My former teammates and 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 Ozil's a but you know, I'm going to join these guys and and we're going to run this place and we're going to just play football and it isn't going to be about what Arteta says it isn't going to be about fighting for my spot I'm 32 I got my contract I got my signing on bonus and and, and that's that and I think it's taken six months for him to realize that if he wants to play football he's going to have to de- rededicate to himself I mean he he has the quality. He just hasn't had the mentality, and you could see it in body language all around the pitch early in the season. I think now he's, you know, he he spent some time on the bench. I would have preferred it been permanent, but he spent some time on the bench um, watching other players play better in his position than he had been. And I think he's finally bought into it. And I think some of that some of that negative influence is gone. Um, some of it remains, but but the people who are leading the club now, the people who are are, are holding their teammates accountable now. Are, are Tierney and Saka and, and, and instead of you know Ozil and Socrates and and the like. So I think I think William may end up not being the end of the world as far as a signing is concerned. Would I rather see Pepe, Lacazette, Martinelli? Would I rather see any of those guys in a starting eleven than than William? Absolutely. But I'm not I'm not shitting my pants anymore when the when the li- when the lineup comes out an hour before the game and I see his name in it. Uh, Corey, have you got anything to say on that? That's one, my update on whether I'm shitting in my pants or not. I give one on every podcast. So. Uh, don't worry about it. You've, you've come onto the right podcast. We've got a we've got a team member on the Ars Bros who shits his pants every ten minutes. Sorry, Ryan. Correct. No, it, it was actually Max. But <laughs> it's Max. <laughs> he has a number of stories. Yes, too but many. Oh yeah. yeah, Corey, did you did you what's your Willian perception? Uh, okay. at, at the moment, is it changing at all? Uh, first, I've got to send. Someone's asked me for a sign, so here's a sign for you. And about William, um, you just said it all. Let's go into the Tottenham game. Yeah, yeah. I, agree, I, I agree. I agree with you guys. I'll just be repeating what you said. Oh, so, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and, yeah. and I got f- and I got five minutes. So let's. Um, Let's do some yeah. Spurs. You got, you've got five minutes. I just want to put this comment up quick because while we're going into Spurs, and this is from Hambo Gumball, and it's pretty much sums up Arsbros. Essentially, the Arsenal need to cunt Tottenham in the bastard hard. You know, and you can't. You <laughs> can't. You don't hear every day in the, in the states. I have to tell you that uh, that, that expression isn't isn't so popular in northern. <laughs> But I agree with it. I, I agree with it 100%. Uh, yeah, so, well, like I say, as we're going into Tottenham, it's uh, – I'm not too sure on this one at the minute. I'm still a bit uh, – you know, the jury's out on me at the minute with this one. I'm still a bit unsure of what's going on. But as a quick update, team news before we go into much else, um, 
We've got no injury concerns as far as as of tonight. Okay, so Party wasn't injured. He was just taken off. He was just taken off. That, that um, was the impression I got. I, I, just, I, yeah. just there was something, but that's that's as far as tonight. Uh, is Runnerson going to be all right? Is he training? Uh, Runnerson is probably expected to start. <laughs> um, I mean, please don't fuck with me in, in that regard. I need to know. That, I need to know that the guy is healthy. As far as all where it's still hit and miss it's still hit and miss on that one. Him, I think he's dead. Um, so I'm not too sure on that one. I'll have to get back to you. But Tottenham news or team news, as far as we're aware, the only person who's likely to be out is Lacelso um, with a back niggle. Um, Harry yeah. Kane apparently he had a ice pack on his knee during uh, during the game last during their game last night. Um, I think that was more of a Jose Mourinho mind game tactic if i'm being honest i've never seen so a guy with so many three-month injuries that last three weeks when they're when they have us coming like um, he, the guy's bounce back ability is ridiculous i can't fucking stand it i'm, I'm just gonna answer this comment uh, just answer, uh, answer this one mike i think this one's for you mate feel free to yeah. edit to your lexicon <laughs> yeah that's that's the uh bastard comment yeah i'm gonna use yeah. that constantly now yeah all right, by all means, my wife's gonna be thrilled <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, how are you feeling uh, in coming up to this game? Corey, I'll come to you first, mate. How are you feeling? Go to, go, go to Ryan first because he's got to go. Ryan? Toby. Toby. <laughs> Toby. No, no, he's no, not going anywhere. He's staying. Thanks, Corey. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's one of those things. I keep procrastinating. I go, oh, another five minutes and another five minutes. Uh, but I have to prepare. He was leaving about half an hour ago. You must I work have, for yourself. I have to prepare. Because... All right. Let me talk. Let me talk. I'm, I'm nervous about this because that motherfucker Mourinho has gone from them playing like absolute shite where they're not allowed to attack and haven't been particularly good at defence to... You know, seeing the writing on the wall and then all of a sudden just giving free reign to their attacking options, building on what they've got. Um, and I'm I'm quite petrified of, you know, Bale coming back into form, you know, fucking the whatever you want to call him, the idiot who can't talk properly, Harry Kane, um, Son, and then bringing, you know, Deli Alley in back from the cold as well. So, you know, with our... <laughs> <clears throat> with our defence being better, then that's that's good. But I, I can't say I'm not I'm not concerned. I can't say I'm not concerned. We are we're creating chances, but we're not putting them away. And then, you know, they they are quite informed from attacking sense. So I'm I'm not great about watching other teams. I tend to really just focus and analyse Arsenal. So I don't know a lot to comment on them or how they're going to set up or how they're going to play. But, um, yeah, we we did a good job last time before Party got injured when we weren't expecting to do very well. And, you know, I, I just – it's it's a very hard prediction for me, particularly with no crowds as well. There's nothing to get any player up. It's just going to be a bit attritional for mind. I've got a feeling that it's going to be highly coached and potentially not that entertaining. Yeah, I, I probably agree with that, to be honest with you. It's definitely going to be highly coached and uh, it's going to be one of them ones where people are have to be set in their certain positions on both teams, to be fair, and not much is going to happen in either way. It's going to be a, a freakish mistake or a freakish accident or a very, very lucky 
to set probably separate the two if i'm being honest um mm. are you i don't know if you're going or not toby now are you or? yeah I better go. I just I'll say what, I'm just going to say, get your prediction in and say what you need to say, mate. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm going to tip a one-all draw. One-all draw is cool. my draw. I'd I'd like to see Pepe play as well. I think we need a bit of X factor. So something something solid for us, you know. Maybe even a Callum Chambers and playing that sort of lopsided back three again could be something that we could work on, particularly because Bellerin's not very good with his head and they've got quite, they've got four quite tall players up top. So um, I'd like to see Pepe and I wouldn't be unhappy if, um, if Chambers got the nod over Hector. And then uh, I'm out. I'll watch the rest of you guys after, but have a good day and a good night. It's good to talk to you. See you later. Yeah, All, right. Right. All right. See you boys. Pleasure. Uh, Corey, how are you feeling about it, mate? We'll come to you now, Toby's disappeared. <laughs> um, mate, I was, you know, it's been about it's been about three years since we've beaten Tottenham. Mm. That is absolutely ridiculous when you think about it. You know, three years. Um, last time we beat them, I think it was four two. We were Emery was our uh, manager. We had guys like Torreira and that in the team. Things have changed a lot since then. Um, can't seem to beat this team anymore. You know, we just they used to be they used to be the joke of North London, and now now it's us for too long a time. Now we're going into this game. They've got one of the best front threes in world football, and they're they're in a good run of form. Um, everybody, you know, only the most optimistic of Gooners could sort of really, in their heart of hearts, predict a win. In this game, Mourinho, he, you know, no matter what team he he's coaching, we can't seem to beat him. Doesn't matter who our coach is, as long as it's Arsenal, Mourinho seems to get the better, better of the the fixture. So we do have the tools to cause them problems. We do have the tools to hurt them. You know, what I mean, we do have players that can hurt them. We need the right game plan, and we need to take our chances. If we do that. Then we can beat them because they their their defense has improved of late, but they're still susceptible to making mistakes. Starting from their goalkeeper right across their back four, yeah. so we need to make sure that we're putting enough pressure on them to 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 force those mistakes, and we need to make sure that we contain their attack. I think Harry Kane is that you know their most important player in terms of you know attacking play. You know he can drop deep, create things for for runners. Um, we need Tierney needs to be doing his best to keep Bale in his pocket. I think Tierney can do it. You know, it, it, it will mean him sacrificing himself going forward, but he can do it. And I think hopefully we pay Cedric at right back. And and I think he would have a better time against Sun than Bellerin because we've seen Sun versus Bellerin before. And, you know, Bellerin often comes out second best. I think with the right tactics, we can possibly get something from this match. So I'm not, I'm not optimistic, but. Do you know, I don't totally think that we're going to get smashed either. No, uh, Mike. We tend we tend not to get smashed anymore, which you know some people find that to be improvement. I actually do. Some people couldn't care less as long as you know there's still not W's going up, uh, and I get that too. But um, this game was lost the last time we played them uh, back in December by coaching. Uh, Mourinho lured us into the trap that we needed to be lured into 
We had no answer to it. Counterattack, boom. Um, it was it was a coaching masterclass, and it was and it showed the inexperience that Arteta had at that time, uh, being less than a year in at that point of being Arsenal's manager uh, and 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 head coach. So, what have we learned since the, uh, December against our, our our most hated opponent? When we know what they're good at, we'll see. Uh, I, I'd like to I'd like to think that you know we're not going to leak goals on a counterattack. Because they are, they they'll kill us in that regard. I like to think that that uh, you know we'll we'll not make any dumb mistakes because that will that it'll be over before it started if we keep doing that. Um, I'd love to see a scoreless first half. That's what I that to me would be progress. Now, if we lose the game three 0 in the second half, that's I'm, no one's going to look back at the first half. But like, just just do like like not comparing the situation, but do like George Graham did in May of 1989 said just scoreless first half then they'll start to they'll start to press a little bit again i'm comparing apples to oranges this is not anfield 89 but just just focus on that uh keep them out of the goal have a couple possible uh opportunities and and see what happens in the second half because we cannot let them get the upper hand early on because they won't turn back uh this is not one of those games that we go down 2-0 and win 5-2 i just don't see it no. So, do we have a chance uh, at, at, at getting something out of this game? I think we definitely do because when our chips are on the table and and, and we feel like every you know like like it's a dead loss coming, we we tend to get a result. And when we think that we should just roll over teams like Wolves and Villa and 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 whoever else we've lost to this season, that goes the opposite direction. So, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me to see something really cool happening on Sunday, but. From a prediction standpoint, I kind of think it's going to be a three-one to to the to the scum. But I'd rather oh, you just that you just I, you I, just I like, got reverse, yeah, I, I like to reverse jinx. I like to you know I when I get too confident, it's a really bad thing for Arsenal. So take that as a helpful prediction towards our, our fortunes because I've probably never predicted other than Elneny's goal, which I predicted three minutes before it happened on Thursday. Um, on Twitter, it's there. The timestamps there. You can see it. I've never predicted anything correctly in my life. So, uh, so three one against Tottenham. I'll go, or three one for Tottenham. I'll go with. Oh, Guaranteed you've just, win. Now. You've just you've just really twisted it in there, and you? you've just gone in and twisted and just and just pulled if you're, out. If you're listening to the sub, if you're listening to the subtext, you know what I really think is going to happen on Sunday. But I'm, you know, I don't always say what I mean. Yeah, I, uh, it's <laughs> either you, you either stuck the knife in, or you're you're coming out with a lot of hope. <laughs> No, no, he's like he said. He said it's a, you know reverse psychology and whatnot. So you know we'll work with that. You know, yeah, we've we got yeah, we have got to go with reverse psychology because I think that's the only hope we have in reality. <laughs> no, it's, look, I tell you what, right? It's a North London derby, right? It's different with no fans, right? Mm. I don't think the players will feel it. They don't. It won't feel like a North London derby with without the fans there. So it's going to be down to the players and how badly they want it. You know, not how badly the fans want it. And that's where I get a little bit sad because I, in my heart of hearts, genuinely feel like Tottenham want to win this match and have been wanting to win this match more so than Arsenal. And that's that's a sad state of affairs for me. You know, I think guys like Smith Rowe and Saka, they know what it's about. Do you know I mean, they've been at they've been at Arsenal for a long time around the club. They would have seen and felt the build up to this North London derbies. But in terms of the other players and you know and their heart and their backbone and that we've wanted to sort of see, 
this this season. A lot of the times we've been let down by it. So with Tottenham, I feel like they've kind of got that in in their in, to their advantage as well. So yeah. and it's sad to say, I don't. It's, it should never be like that, but I think it is. I can't so, wait to see. I cannot wait to see Kieran Tierney from the opening whistle on Sunday, because I think he's I the exception. Think, he's I the think exception. he. I think he understands. He knows what a is. He's the type of person that can understand from the very first moment he enters a new derby. I mean, he he understands first of all, derbies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget where he just came from. Um, he understands derbies and he understands you know how to how to play for your badge. And and if he can't, if he's a leader like we all think he is, he's going to have his boys. And I say it like he's the captain, even though Aubameyang's the captain. He's going to have his boys ready to play. And um, and and so t- Sunday's a test of, of Kieran Tierney. I think it's in his hands. And with that, fellas, I, I, I got to run. Yeah, I was just about to say you've got a scoot off, haven't you? Well, enjoy the rest of your birthday, mate. Um, get that champagne, keep flowing, and by all means. And that, uh, let me just get your score prediction. You're sticking with a 3-1 reverse psychology. Yes, I'm, I'm going with 3-1. Rever- well, I can't say it's reverse psychology because then it's out there in the open. But, <laughs> but you know, it may or may not be reverse psychology, so... <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, we'll stick it three-one reverse psychology. Got you. We'll we'll stick with that. <laughs> it's got to be done. Well, thanks for joining, mate. I appreciate it. And again, enjoy your birthday. Enjoy the rest of your birthday, mate. Thanks, guys. Corey, Mike, it's great right. to Take see easy, you, Mike. Uh, Mike I'll, see you, I'll see you in the Zoom on Sunday, probably. And uh... Uh, I don't think there is one, mate. I think everyone's wants to knuckle down to watch. Yeah, it on, right, that's, watch it live. That'll 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 make sense to me. I don't. I, yeah. I, you don't need to be in a room with 14 people who are also pissing their pants. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Cheers, mate. Sky. I'll see Take you care. later. Oh, just me and Lee again, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the last, for well, the last few minutes. It always rolls down to just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> always just rolls down to me and you. Uh, yeah. Well, you about... How are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm nervous as hell, mate. I'll be honest with you. I'm really, really nervous. And for the same points that everyone else has been making, it's. You know, they've just started to, you know, their front three, like you said, they're, they're starting to come into some form. And that sort of scares me a little bit in, in some respects. I know Arsenal, you know, during the season, we're not letting big score lines go against us. You know, it's always that mistake in the first few minutes. And then it's always a mistake by a player, like we said earlier on in the show. But it's, you know, it's it's like Mike was saying before he left. It's crucial that we don't let in that early goal, and I think that's that's going to be the stepping point in that. You know, if they get a goal in the first five minutes, I think you know we're going to be really stuck. And it's it's not it's not going to be it won't be the first time it's happened. So yeah, I am really nervous about it. And, and like you were saying again, like you were saying, you know, we're not we're not scoring the goals. We're creating chances. They're just they're not going in. You know, it yeah, took look. it took three amazing goals just to see off Olympiacos. You know, and that, yeah, I mean, that's what worries that, me more than anything. Yeah, and in that game, you know, Saka was quiet, Bamiang was mm. quiet. You know, so we need those guys to show up in yeah. this match and not waste any chances. Like you have to take everything because there's there's not going to be abundance. Tottenham do make mistakes, mm. you know, but for the, for the last couple of games, they seem to have sort of eyeing them out a bit, but we need to bring those back because that's our sort of best chance of yeah. like, you know, because our, our overall general play is decent. You know, we are we are sort of creating chances, but it's, you know, it's against certain types of teams. When we come up against like, 
you know, solid team. When they came up against Man City, we had like one shot on target. Yeah. Do you know? So it's not like I guess the top teams we're, we're really sort of competing with them um, in terms of chances created. So um, we're gonna have to put our heart and soul into this. Like I said, tactically, Arteta has to get it on point. He can't be outdone by Jose on this occasion. This is a time for Arteta now, where the players have sort of found found a bit of form, you know, and we've got mostly a fully fit squad. Do you know what I mean? No real excuses. Yeah, well, as this far is as the I'm aware there, it's, it's a fully fit one. It's maybe an assessment on Smith Rowe, that's it. This is the this is the time for Arteta to prove people like me wrong. I wish yeah. I want him to do, yeah. And you show me why the Arsenal board and everybody at the club has put faith in you and they see potential in you. And then you go out and you go up against a a, a manager like Jose, who a lot of people think is a bit past it. You know, they think that you know, a lot of aspects of football have left him behind, yeah? And you're, you're, Arteta, you're part of the new school. You're part of the new school. Now you go out there and you show as a young buck, like, what new ideas you have got and you take out this dinosaur's team. You know, you out, you outthink him, you out, you know, manoeuvre him, right? Yeah. With a team that is not, fu- it's not fully devoid of confidence like it was before. No. And you go out and get a result here. This is it. This is it. This is, these are the times that you shine. Well, this is it, isn't it? And as much as, like I so said, we've, we've got to, we've got to win against Leicester City as well, and they're not yeah. mugs in some respects. You know, we still got to manage to get a win out of them when we won. You know, we've got to score yeah. three goals past them. Exactly. You know, we, we can beat these higher league teams. It's just a case of obviously which Arsenal turn up, and this is the issue that I'm finding. Do we turn up? We need the Arsenal of well, we need the Arsenal of what turned up against Leicester and. Possibly, you know, and that's what we need. We need a bit of fire. They need a bit of that. We need that. We need, we that need better than, we need better than that because that Leicester team going forward were not amazing. They didn't have no. Harry Kane, Gareth Bale, no. yeah, and Ong Song in their team. Yeah, like if you know, don't, that's a big difference. You know, yeah. in terms of. Well, but even if you look at the flip side of that, we haven't we haven't got mugs as forwards. You know, we've got Aubameyang. You've got Pepe. You can score. William, who can, it, it, it's been assisting, you know, it's, it's an assist in every game he's played in, in the last, what, three, four games now, I think. Yeah, look. So he is, he is assisting, as much as maybe we like him or not, he is putting in the assisting, uh, you know, he, at least he's putting the chance, he's creating the chances there, that's uh, getting get us goals. Uh, even if we do, we don't play Willian and maybe we play Lacazette up front with Aubameyang on the left or something. Or Pepe. We still like, got them like, there. It's, what Toby it's, said, like a player with a bit of unpredictability, with some yeah. dribbling ability, because sometimes against Indies teams, it's, it's a bit of individual brilliance. We need a bit yeah. of chaos, you know. Yeah, exactly. Chaos Williams, 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 you just don't know what he's going to go. Williams are sort of, you know, in, at his mm. best, he's a player that is efficient yeah. in his attacking, you know. But I probably Arteta probably feels like he needs efficiency to start with, you know, and then depending on what the the score is at a certain point, then he probably is thinking that he that's where he brings on a Pepe to be a bit of chaos. But I kind of want that chaos from the start, you know. I want that unpredictable from the start. He's in form. When you got a player like that in form, it's like I I think you played him. I think you yeah. played him because you because you want you something. To. You would be able to do something from minute one yourself, not concede, but up the other end. Um, and just a player that could do something out of nothing, and yeah. he's and he's actually been putting in a shift. You know what I mean? It's not like he's it's not a luxury player anymore. He puts in a shift as well. He does get back. So I don't. I me personally, in a match like this, where you're gonna you're you're looking at the attacking players, you think you might be outgunned here. We need to have a little, you know, uh, a, a little live wire, a little you know wild card yeah. in there. 
But I don't think it's going to happen. One or two. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I probably, I think he'll probably tell Saka, "You're the guy that needs to go out and do that," um, and he'll stick with he'll stick with William. Um, yeah, and that's the other thing. That's the other question I was going to ask you: Do we? Do you think he's going to stick with the same team that played against Olympiacos? Maybe tweak one or two players. He might. He might take Gabriela. Um, put in, you know, uh, Pablo Mario. Yeah, yeah. I think he might do that. Um, he might put a Cedric in. I hope because I don't. We. I don't think this is a game for Bellerin again. Going up against home no. zone. I think you just need a real right back, a guy that's. He's a right back. He knows solid. he's a back. He's solid. He just does right back shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's the thing that we're going to need this game is solidarity. It, we're yeah. going to need. It's you, you're going to need that solidness. You, you want someone yeah. who can defend. Yeah, exactly. And, and when he does get forward, he's not confusing anybody. He's not trying to cut inside. He's mm -hmm. going to hug that touchline. Do you know what I mean? Ripping across if need be or cut it in or whatnot. Allow Saka to go inside and, you know, hit, hit shots off his left foot. Just people need to know where they are. They need to be organised. Yeah. And, and efficient in attack and defence, you know. But that's why I was like, have all of that efficiency, but put in a, a, a Pepe just to add that bit of unpredictability. And yeah, dribbling ability chaos, yeah. as well, you know. That's what I would like. It's probably not going to happen. But like I said, we have got we have got weapons that can inflict damage on them. You know, it just this is the time for Arteta to earn his money. Hmm. Do we see Martinelli maybe making an appearance on this? No, game? no, no. We don't see Martinelli <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> we don't see Martinelli anywhere right, apart from sat on the bench like yeah, this. It's still wrapped in bubble wrap. I don't know what's going on there, man. It's annoying. It's annoying. He's he's been rubbed above rap for quite a while, and I'm sure whatever injury he had, he must be over that by now. You know, yeah. he's obviously training. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, okay. it's not like it's not like he's come. It's not like Arteta's come out and said, you know, he, oh, we're still concerned about his fitness or whatnot. It's just to us, it just looks like he just doesn't rate him, and he's just not playing him, and it's really disappointing because this is going to be the you know, if you look at Arteta's whole time at Arsenal and how much game time Martinelli's got yes we have to factor in a big injury but in terms of him being fit under Arteta his game time has not been a lot considering that we've all as Arsenal fans have been talking about him as being one of the brightest young players in world football you know like with a really high potential mm. um, and you know and then Odegaard is a young player comes in bam Straight away, just game time, game time, game time. You know, ESR showed a bit of form. Straight, game time, game time, game time. Saka, but Martinelli. Yeah. He just, you know, unless it is a niggling injury, like, but he's always on the bench. So, you know what I mean? He's obviously fit to play. This is another thing I think it would be perfect. That unpredictability that you're going to get from a player. Yeah. Um, barring Pepe, Martinelli's going to be a perfect one for Martinelli's got heart as well. He's got heart. Yeah. He tries. No matter what, even if he's not having his best game, I can see this boy badly wants mm. to do well. He wants to do well for Arsenal. He wants to hurt the opposition. Mm. He um and he's got he has got little things and you know touches and flicks and you know a pace and whatnot that defenders don't like. But he's not going to get into any type of form. Sat yeah. on the bench looking at the back. Of the no fear. I like the fact that he's got no fear as well. He don't care who he's up against. He's going for it. Yeah, yeah I think I, he, I deserves, like he deserves to be coming on. He deserves, you know, all the games that came that William came on when he wasn't starting. Martinelli could have got those minutes, yeah. you know. But he's just not, and I just really hope it doesn't result in him sort of being disillusioned at the club and just like saying, you know what, I'm, I'm not, I'm a young player. I want to play. Um, you know, I'm not getting it because that would that would really piss me off. 
<laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? If we lose another young talent, like people talk about, like we, talk, we, I know we've all spoke about Martinez and Leno and whatnot, and it was a decision. I didn't disagree with the decision, but it's it's still kind of crazy that we've had we had Martinez at the club for so long, and Martinez comes out and says, like, I've been this good for a long time. You know, I've been this good, and well, now got, the issue with Martinez though is whose word do we take on that? You know, he's had. Three managers before, you know, three managers on when since we've had since he's been there, you know, he's had Arsene Wenger, we've had well, he's even had Freddie Youngberg as an interim manager, you know, we've had Emery and we've had Arteta, and he only come in when Leno was knackered uh, through a shoulder yeah. injury. So, whose word do we take? Do we take the word of, you know, four four managers, uh, two managers, two, what two coaches and a half manager, or do we take the word of Martinez? It's it's but really but difficult. But you, but if you if you're looking at it like Let's look at it. Martinez, Martinez is one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, yeah do minute, do yeah. do goalkeepers get that good overnight? You know, not really. Yeah. I think you do have to train yourself, and you have to have a certain level of, um, you know, a mindset of like what is to be that good. So he was very confident that he would leave Arsenal and he would do well. You know, that's the level of confidence he had himself. But he was sat there. For ages, not getting not getting game time, and then we've then let him go. I do not want the same thing to happen to Martinelli. You know, mm. it would. I, it's one thing to say, "Yay, great, we got rid of Mustafi and Ozan or whatever," but get but Martinez leaving that wasn't that was a good thing, and um, uh, he, will, he, will leave, he will leave Aston Villa for a lot more money than what Aston Villa paid for him. Yeah, you know, probably so. Yeah, we, we did get twenty mil for him. So. But then yeah. I've just been looking at the goals again, you know, goals against in the league table at the minute. Uh, goals against Aston Villa at the minute is 28. And Arsenal are exactly the same, goals against 28. So Yeah, but we're yeah. Arsenal, they're Aston Villa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We shouldn't... We, Good point. This is, don't, don't get it twisted. We should. We and Aston Villa should not be being spoke about in the same breath. We we are where we are, and because we're, we're massively underachieving, yeah? But... We, we it should not even be a comparison. So the fact that that's the same, yeah, is is terrible. How much does Aston Villa's defenders cost, and how much does ours cost? Well, this is the thing, and it? we're, we're Arsenal it's FC. Hard to put on. It's hard to put on. So yeah, it's um, without going too far into it. Then yeah, I get your point. Uh, me personally, I, I think it was good. It was good. Good way to get get you know get twenty mil out of him. Yeah. <laughs> What I'm trying to say, Mike, is that he was sat there doing nothing. Mm. We had this. We've. He is one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. We had one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League sat on a bench doing nothing, and then we. And then he had one good season. We sold it for twenty million. Yeah. Mm. We have got Martinelli potentially. Yeah, one of the best young players. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. I see your point there. Do see point yeah, that's that my, that was my yeah. point with it. Yeah, but I think I think because we've seen, Martin, I think the the differences between them two is we have seen Martinelli and we've seen what he can do. Whereas when you look back at some of Martinez's games against with Arsenal, you know the last the one I remember quite fondly is is that five five against Liverpool in the uh, was it the EFL and it wasn't a strong team either way. You know, no one put out the strongest eleven. And it was five, you know, it was five all, and they, I think, they won on penalties. Um, and that was the last yeah. time I thought of Martinez. You see, so um, when I think of that, 
not not necessarily his loan, Martinez's loans. I didn't really see him on loan, so I can't judge on that. But what I've seen of Martinelli since he's been here, you know, he, he seems he's grown, and you can see how much he's grown. And like you said a minute ago with him, he's got he has a heart. He's not he's got no fear, and he's willing to just take. Like I say, he's got willing to take anyone on. And he can and he can score goals as well. He, you know, I was there. I, I mentioned it a few times before. I was there when it, at the Chelsea game uh, when we drew two two, and it was him who absolutely ran up the field and just put it in the back of the net. Even he ran past Kante like he was nothing. Yeah. And not many players can turn around and say they ran past Kante like they were nothing. Look, so the guy, he showed us even in the in the Europa League where he did get a bit of a run. Yeah. Before. Don't get me wrong. Like, he did well, you know. I don't, I don't hate Martinez. I'm not, I'm not nowhere that. I think what I put, for me, what with Martinez is, he came in when we needed him, and he did an, an amazing job. Uh, then 10, 15 games that he was with us, you know, uh, he got us an FA Cup. You'll never forget something like that. He is a great, he is a good keeper, potentially a great keeper. Um, so I'm not, not dissing him at all. But I think from what it was. And from an Arsenal perspective, and maybe even my perspective as well, he was a three million pound keeper. If that, you know, when it probably come when he when he's saying he wants first team football, Arsenal have got Leno. You know, didn't really want to upset the apple cart with him. He, you know, he's he's done well for us, Leno. Yeah, he has made his mistakes. What keeper doesn't make mistakes? You know, he's not the only one. We've seen. Um, Allison, how many mistakes has he made this season? And he's regarded one of the best keepers ever. You know, so and uh, so keepers do make mistakes. So don't, I'm not denying that from him. Uh, I'll taking that away from him. But I think when you've, you've got a keeper that's probably worth potentially about three million, and he's made himself worth twenty million with a year left on his contract. I think we've. As an Arsenal, we we they had to take that twenty million. You know, if he's turned around and I want first team football, they we couldn't offer him first team football on a regular basis. We've got to take that twenty million. It's it just makes yeah, it's look, business. I'm not, I'm it's not disputing business. that. If, it, if the player wants to go, he wants to go. Yeah. Mm. The only the point, um, the reason why I use them as an example is just the fact that we've had that we had that talent sitting there for a, for a while. Yeah, and we mm. didn't and we didn't utilize it. I know it's different for keepers and whatnot, but we didn't utilize the talent, and then we've then we've now seen that talent come to fruition at another club. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't want the same thing to happen with Martinelli. And I can, well, I we can, can say, we we can say about Serge Lambry as well, can't you? So this is what I'm saying. Know, it's, so it's it like don't, it we don't you don't you don't you don't let a talent like Martinelli get pissed off and leave. Yeah, for the sake oh. of William, who's at coming to the end of his career. Right, because we're in a season now. We're not competing for the title. We're not competing for top four. You don't have to keep playing, William. You don't have to be like, you know, when a team is in tenth place, you can afford to play the more promising younger players, yeah, in the league, and give them that time because these are this this is your future. You don't need to play, William, because William he's only there to really to be like because you want that experience. You might want that experience in the Europa League, you know, at the latter stages to you know yeah. make sure that we don't make those mistakes and whatnot. But in the league, Martinelli should be getting more minutes. We're not fighting for nothing in the league. Why is he not why is he not playing? Well you know only the manager knows mate. That's the issue in it on that one. And it is frustrating because I'm a very big fan of Martinelli. 
So it's, it is really frustrating not to Everybody's see. Everybody's a big. Everyone's a fan of Martinelli. Yeah. If you've seen the boy play, you, well, how could you not be? The boy you're a fan. Like he was. The, yeah, you're a fan. He, he, everything that he he stands for and represents and shows you as a footballer look, makes it look like. And he's a, you know he's still a teenager. I don't know how old he's now, but you know he's a teenager when he joined. We got him for. Yeah, quite I, think, a good I think he's the same age as Saka. So I think he's only nineteen still. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. and he showed he showed us so much. Like you don't, that's not everything. You don't see that all the time from nineteen year olds no. coming from abroad, coming from abroad, new country and everything, and still able to perform. So um, I'm just like, I just hope that it just doesn't. We just don't end up losing him because of yeah, this. he's signed a new contract, so that's good. Um, yeah, he signed the same time as while he was injured. Time. Yeah, so we don't, yeah. it's not like, not like we're in a position where we have to let him go, but give no. the boy some playing time, man. We're 10th in the league, like not, yeah. not this game. I although I would like to see him come on towards the end, you know, like if you, if, I wouldn't mind him getting like 15 minutes or so, especially if we need a goal. But go mm. after that in the league, give him some game time, man, because Europa is our focus anyway. So, yeah, what we got to lose in the league, yeah, to start, let's start rotating the team properly and actually start thinking about giving players game time that need it. So, yeah, I agree with you. We, we need to get these players playing. You know, we, they need to give them. Uh, we need to give them game time. And ZWTT, uh, Gary, he agrees with you, mate. Corey stopped talking all this sense about Martinelli getting playing time on a tenth place team. Yeah. So <laughs> Gary knows. Gary knows. Everyone knows. I I I ain't saying nothing yeah. that I ain't saying nothing that's controversial. Whatever. It's everyone would agree. And it's, it's, it's the same. It's a, it's this issue that we've had with Arteta all season. Like we talk. All this sense, and you know, he doesn't seem to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll remind people go back to our sort of our back catalogue of me and Corey talking, and when we start talking about the Europa League team versus the Premier League team, you know, we were saying it for weeks about it. So, and then it came to fruition, didn't it, for a bit? <laughs> Not long after we were talking about it. So, yeah, we were saying it for weeks, but. Well, we're going to have to leave it there. Um, couldn't get everything in, unfortunately. Like I say, it's it's an hard one to do with uh, Tottenham because you don't want to say too much. You don't you don't you don't want to go down. You don't want to go up. You want to try and stay balanced as much as we can. Um, so I'm going to come with you for your prediction. Um, optimistically, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two two. Two two. Two two. Yeah, I think that we can. We, like I said, we could we 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 have the tools to. To, to make a dent, to do damage to their defence. they But they also have the same. So um, I can see it. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a tight game. I don't think it's going to be sort of super tactical mm. or anything. I think I think Tottenham will kind of sit deep um, and hit us on the counter. But I think their counter will be pretty effective. Um, but I think that we, you know, I think we can unlock them as well. So, um, yeah. We're at home, two-two. Yeah, I'm going to say the same, mate. Two-two as well for pretty similar reasons as yourself. I just, I do think it's, I, I think it's going to be a bit more tactical uh, than obviously yourself. I think it's going to be a very tactical game. Whereas, like you said, it's going to be very. They're going to probably play very defensive, similar to what they did earlier on in the season, and try and hit us on the counter. Whereas, I think Arteta is going to try, maybe try and do exactly the same. You know, try maybe a learning curve or something. I don't know, but it's a tough one to call. I, I hate calling a loss. I, I, I don't do that. Not against Tottenham. I call a loss against. You know, I've, I've called losses before, but I can never call a loss against Tottenham ever. Yeah. I can't bring. I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It does. Say the words. Mm -hmm. 
it, it gives you acid. Do you know what I mean? You're like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just one of them ones. So, yeah, it's a difficult one. But uh, thanks for joining again, Corey. Uh, we will no be worries, back man. again next week, uh, I do believe. Yes. Uh, we'll probably, chances are we'll review the Tottenham game. Got yeah, I, think we'll, I, think, I, think, I think we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to talk about it, mate. We, 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 we have yeah. to. And hopefully, it's with a smile. Yeah, and another, and maybe even a bigger smile because we beat Olympiacos as well. You I think, know, I, think we're we're, I think we're holding Olympiacos. Yeah, yeah, we should be them. And then we've yeah, got West Ham. Yeah, go on, sorry, mate. No, no, as long as we don't do anything stupid. Yeah, <laughs> so don't you know? Stop gifting um, goals out like. Christmas presents, then we should be fine. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's tell that to Arteta now. I know he listens. Don't do anything stupid. And don't let <laughs> stupid fucking players do stupid fucking things. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we will probably be reviewing the Tottenham game and the Olympiacos game and previewing the West Ham game. So that's the next one, mate. Uh, West Ham right. away at three o'clock on Sunday. Three o'clock game. I answered a three o'clock game on a Saturday. Uh, on oh, so Sunday. It's in a three o'clock game on a Sunday, isn't it? Normally, it's Saturday, isn't it? I can't keep track, mate. These these matches come on at all different times. So I just, yeah. I just, you know, I just tune in when it's when I when I know it's on. <laughs> so yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, three o'clock on Sunday. So yeah, we'll be back Friday. Thank you very much for everyone joining us in the chat. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if you can, please like and comment, uh, comment, subscribe to the Ars Brothers. We do have content coming out all the time. I know there's a Thursday show uh, with Darren. He doesn't normally do them on a Thursday when we play Europa, so we might not be seeing him this week. We might. I'm not entirely sure. We do normally have the OG show on a Monday with Max and Toby, but understandably, Max won't be doing the OG show. <laughs> with him just having a baby. I don't think the missus will let him go that far, to be fair. So, yeah, uh, we'll see you all next week, same time as per normal, 9 o'clock on a Friday. We are the Friday Hour Show. We tend to go late because we tend to not be on when the kids are on because we there is a lot of cunts and fucks in this show. <laughs> and that's not just me. <laughs> like all the best shows. Like all the best shows. This is it. And I'm sure you're going to be doing your smooth show sooner or later. We've got to get that yeah, sorted out. I hope out. so. I hope so. The demand is, the demand is just... The demand's there. getting there, mate. It's getting there. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again, Corey. Thanks for everyone in the chat. Have a good one. Up the arse. Uh, up, up the arse. Oh, God. We don't want to be doing that one, mate. <laughs> I think someone might have a say, uh, saying about that. <laughs> we'll copywriting somebody. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's have an Arsenal win. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is an Ask Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter at The Ask Brothers. Get all our content on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Ask Bros. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button.